How is it going, Not After 30 podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throat Clear? This is your host of the Awkward Throat Clear, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra. And this is episode 31 of the Awkward Throat Clear with Andy and Nat. Andy and Nat are two guys I met in Australia uh, probably about nine years ago now. And whenever I go to Europe, I always visit them or try to make time to, you know, at least meet up uh, for, for a moment or something. And no, we, 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 we recorded the, this episode here and we're just reminiscing about uh, the time we met. And uh, we met actually in Australia. Uh, I met Andy and Nat at different times. I had a car, I was driving around Australia. And if somebody wanted to, you know, hitch a ride or something like that, I met them at the hostel and they were pretty cool and got along. Then, yeah, I just jump in the car and we go for a good old adventure around Australia and the outback and whatnot. So we're recording this at Andy's place in Belper. So that's just outside of Derby in Derbyshire, England. And yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure that you should be able to understand their accents. It's not too uh, too thick or anything like that. And yeah, we just talk about uh, interesting traveling stories from or just funny uh, funny memories from the Australia days when they came to visit me in uh, Jasper when I was living there, or just my last few times coming to Europe uh, to visit them. And then we just talk about where we are now. Uh, lots have changed. Uh, lots has changed since I first met the guys to where we are now. So yeah, we'll just cover all that. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. It's always a great time sitting down with these two. And yeah, hopefully I can record more with them uh, each time I go to England. So episode 31, Andy and Nat, here you go. <coughs> Hello everyone, and welcome to the, au- <coughs> the, <coughs> <coughs> the Awkward Throat Clear. Now here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. <sighs> so... Welcome to the show, Not After 30 Podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throat Clear. This is your host, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, but I'm in a land where I'm known as Ben. I'm with my friend, Andrew Tires. Good evening. <laughs> and my other friend, Nat Anthony Webb. How's How are you doing there, Nat? I'm very well, thank you. Perfect. How are you this fine evening? Oh, I'm full of pizza and beer. <laughs> we stopped at a few different pubs along the way. Here We are here in Belper, which is just outside of uh, Derby, which is in Derbyshire, which is also in the same, uh, I guess you would call, uh, county where Nottingham is, correct? Mm. Or is Nottingham similar, in its own? Both of them mm. Very close. It is, because you've got Nottinghamshire, Nottingham yeah. and Derby. We've got Derby. How original. Yeah. I just add Shire to anything. Yes. I'm in London Shire. That's Shire, you know. We all I'm, like Shires. We all like Lord of the Rings. So. I'm in Elephant London Castle Shire. Shire. It's great because when we travel, we can say we're going back to the Shire. Now, how often do you guys love hearing Worcestershire? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire. Sauce. My, my, my favourite one is I heard um, an American lad on a bus call it Luga Baruga in Leicestershire. Oh, no. What? <laughs> There's a, a place called Loughborough. Mm. They call it Luga Baruga <laughs> in Leicester. Or Good Leic- Lord. Or Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because if you do go to the northeast, like in New England near Boston... It isn't uh, Worcestershire, it's Worcester. 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 You know, because you throw the Bostonian accent That's there. That's kind of what it is here. Oh, fair. yeah, Worcester. That's, that's Worcester like when we came over to visit Ben. Yeah, Worcestershire. When we said to that woman, 
Oh, yeah. oh we, can't, we can't wait to try the poutine. Yeah. And she said, what? The pontoon? I said, poutine. <laughs> she said, what are you on about? I said, the poutine, the chips and gravy. Oh, the poutine. I said, that's what we've been saying. Poutine. Poutine. <laughs> Je mange de poutine. That's literally what we were saying for 10 minutes. <laughs> so, um... I know Nat and Andy. Uh, we, this is the funny thing is that Nat and I did record a podcast last year when I was in England, but the audio quality was just rubbish. So I decided to toss it, sadly. It was a good interview and we had a lot of fun and that did spur um, Nat to really dive into other podcasts, which I kind of feel guilty about because we didn't keep that episode. If only we could have boosted up the, the sound volumes. That's fine. Just throw everything I love in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Nat is nothing to me. He's just a grubby old fucking wanker. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm with my two lads here. I'm actually in Andy's house, and Andy has grown up a lot since I first met him in the beautiful island of Australia. Now we're at our eight and a half year anniversary of knowing each other pretty well, and we've already been talking about certain things that might happen in the future that we'll touch on later in the episode, but. Um, yeah, so I went to Australia uh, back in 2009. My first, my first real trip after I graduated was going out to the Atlantic provinces in Canada. And that was a good little thing because I was like, oh, well, if I want to travel by myself, might as well go somewhere where I know some people. I've already been, um, you know, at some point in my life, I was 12 years old. So I have all the experience in the world in each one of those fucking provinces. Um, and then also I'm of age to drink and then... You know, they speak the same language as me and I'm using the same currency. So I figured that was a good little tester to, you know, you know, spread my wings a little bit. Pardon me. It worked out really well. The next uh, off-season from firefighting, I went to New Zealand for a month. I went to Australia for six months. I flew to Melbourne from New Zealand and I met up with... Uh, one of my friends that I used to work forestry with, his name was Hamish Allen. He's a good guy. I haven't seen him or talked to him in a long time. He's been very busy and he's not much of a social media guy. But I know he's got a kid and he's married now and I, I'm sure he's doing great. He's a pretty solid guy. Hamish, if you're listening, I wish nothing but the best for you, man. I can't wait to see you again. You're a solid guy. Um, he really helped me out and get started. He gave me a lot of good tips. Went to Adelaide. Met somebody there to get a ride with across the Nullarbor, which is a very big, long stretch of highway in the middle of the desert from pretty well Adelaide all the way to Perth, in a sense. From Perth, I worked in uh, the south of uh, south of Perth uh, in a place called Dunsborough, and I worked there for about three months. And this would have been the same time for any of my Canadian listeners. This was, this is was in 2010. So I spent a... I spent a um, uh, a Christmas in Australia, which was fun and interesting, but at the same time, not the same as a Christmas in Canada. Very, very disappointing. But um, to, to shorten it up here, had a really fun time there, met some really good people, uh, eventually made enough money that I could buy a car, a 1992 Holden Commodore executive. I believe it was in, oh, what was it? I always have friends ask me if it's or people, also Aussies I meet, they ask me if it was a certain model. And I I can't even remember what it was right now. But like if, as soon as I hear it, I'm like, oh, it was that one. But I can't remember it right now. But it was brilliant. It was a four-door sedan. And it was just perfect in my mind. I named it Ned after Ned Kelly. I had a bumper sticker on the back, which is such as life. And I had a little guy with a 
lead garbage tin hat on and he's shooting a bullet. And I bought that uh, from a friend of a friend of a friend. And I started driving that up the West Coast after I started working. And and sorry, to, I didn't finish it, but to my, to my Canadian listeners, it would have been around the same time as the Winter Olympics in Vancouver. So this was in 2010, uh, around February that I got the vehicle. After that, I drive up and I make it to this beautiful place called Coral Bay. Now, Coral Bay was a great place because there's this nice reef called the Ningaloo Reef, where in my mind... I'm sure Andy will agree with me. It is much better than the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, by far. Why is it so much better for one reason that you can say, Andy? Because you're not going to get a boat there. There you go. That's the exact same thing I tell everybody. It takes you two minutes to go from the shore to the reef by swimming, opposed to two hours to get the Great Barrier Reef. And the Ningaloo Reef is much more concentrated. Great Barrier Reef is very sparse. I remember when we dove down, when when we finally got to get to Queensland, it was just very sparse and here and there and everywhere. So I I, I still praise the Ningaloo Reef as one of the best dives that you can do. Mind you, I've only done so many in my life, but I, I don't know. I'm just looking in, you know, foresight and just saying, yeah, it's a pretty fucking sweet place to dive. So that's where I met Andy. Andy, what were you doing in Australia? And where did you start? And, how, and like, like bring, it, bring it from where you started in Australia and why you started in Australia all the way to when you met me. Please. <laughs> right. So back in October 2009, I got made redundant due to the recession hitting the UK. And what were you doing for work? Electrician. Okay. Yeah, by trade, I'm an electrician. So uh, work died off. There's a lot of cutbacks. So I got made redundant. So I got a bit of pay, a bit paid off. Mm-hmm. Uh, put that to one side and I thought, Fuck this! I'm not staying here. So I've got a property. So and, and sorry to interrupt. You were in Birmingham at the time. Yes, yeah, yeah, near Birmingham. Yeah, just okay. outside. Black country, so black country boy, brawn and bred. <laughs> thick in head. <laughs> Same area as Ozzy Osbourne. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, booked a one-way ticket to Australia. I thought, let's just see what happens. So Travel, work, who knows? Rented my house out. Sold a load of stuff. Sold my car. Rented it out, booked a one-way ticket, and left, I think it was, first week in January, second mm. week, somewhere like that, yeah. yeah. Flew straight to Perth. Right to Perth? Yeah. I well, thought... well, connected via Dubai. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so interesting. Interesting. That's, that's an interesting spot to start in the West opposed to the East. Were you, yeah. You, you, were you kind of thinking of work at yes. the start? No, no, no. No work. Just travel? No, just travel. Okay. I know I wanted to literally see as much as I could. Yeah. So, yeah, flew... Dubai to Perth and then stayed in Perth for a few days, tried to find my feet and get into that routine of mm-hmm. backpacking because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something you can't just jump into. You get used to it. You meet people, hostels, dorms and carrying your kits and finding out what you don't need and what you do need and you think, what the fuck did I bring this for? And you're just, <laughs> no fucking shit, eh? Honestly. Now, yeah. did, did you do much travelling beforehand? Because no. like, at that time you were about 25, 26? Uh, 25, 25, yeah. yeah. And you, you, had, no. you hadn't really done real travel. Like, mind you, like you might have went to like Greece or Spain oh, or friends. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that's it. Yeah, so and like not anything. that far away, not by yourself. No, no, no. So yeah. I booked a one-way ticket on my own, bang, straight to Australia. Mm. And I thought, let's see what's happened. And it was the scariest time of my life. I tell you, man. <laughs> but it was fantastic, honestly. You, as, anyone, as, anyone who's listening, please 
Just do it. And I know you say, the first thing you'll say is, but you're on your own. You are not on your own. No, no. You it's not on your own. And by the end of this podcast, you realize you're not on your own. And one thing too is like, you think you know everything as a young man. Oh, I know this. I know that. You tell your parents off. You tell your dad off. You tell your friends off. Well, I know shit. I'm going to fucking show you guys. I'm going to go travel and I'm going to come back and I'm going to change the world there. And then you get there and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. I am nothing. I'm the smallest little thing. Nobody gives a fuck about me. I don't nothing about this world. And you really realize you're 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 far too big for your britches and you just you, a little dot on this earth. A big a big a big world of hurt is coming your way. Mm. And you're gonna have to drink a tall glass of you know, wake the fuck up kind of thing. So that I think that happened to all three of us. I'm sure that happened with you, Nat. I'm, I'm gonna try to include you as much as possible. Nat doesn't happen a little, 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 a little bit later on in the podcast. Like if we're going in, like tra- I'm, traveling, I'm like, I'm like season two. Yeah, <laughs> almost to a point. You know, if you want, you can go for a walk around, you know, go for a pint or something. Nat, <laughs> need some more milk, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Do you want? Do you want to go up and look after the kids for a little bit? Sing them a lullaby. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> you get to Perth, Andy. Yeah. And so what do you do? You, you get off the plane. Yeah. You already know what hostel you're staying at? Yeah, I booked it for the first three or four nights. It was called the Cooley Bar. Cooley Bar. And it was in Cottle... Cottle... What was it? Cottle Bay? Cottle Bay. I can't remember. Oh, somewhere out there anyway. That, anyway, cl- that must have been close to the ocean then. No, I remember because I had to get a train to the... Oh, fuck. You're, yeah, you're out yeah. there. Uh, I can't remember. And I remember it was called the Cooley Bar. You worked in Fremantle, eh? No. No. Okay. Just, just when you say bay, I'm thinking like you're close mm. to the ocean then. No, I remember so. I had to get a, a train there. So anyway, mm. yeah, I got, got a taxi to the hostel. thought, whoa, that was expensive. Yeah. First time in Australia. Well, and that's one thing you realize quickly as a backpacker is tax, taxis are the enemy. Yeah, they are. They really are. But mm. that's my first mistake I made. I landed, mm. the flight landed at a ridiculously stupid time in the middle of the night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so public transport was very limited it's non-existent yeah, so, flight, I, I, so I had to get a taxi it was so the place fault that landed in the middle of the night not me booking it or anything yeah, like that like shit. so anyway a taxi was stupidly expensive so yeah. I turned up and went to bed and then woke up the next morning where the hell am I and anyway you're trying to mope you around a bit have a shower trying to talk to people which it's a bit you're walking on eggshells you're like what do I do, you know? Yeah. I ended up going to the beach for a few days, chilling out, and then just getting pissed. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Finding the goon, finding the cheap beer, all that kind of stuff. Goon, but yeah. <laughs> well, and like, and like, you know, you're, you're looking for people that are common with you, like that you know, like maybe I'll find some English, maybe I'll find some, you know, but number one, you want to try to find some English people. That's the broadest. And then maybe if you can find people that are from nearby where you are, that's even better. And, yeah. I, and one thing is that there's tons of English people in Australia <laughs> But like I know when I was first traveling internationally, I was like, I wasn't looking, I wasn't seeking out Canadians. But if I ran into one, I was very happy at, at to start because it was it was always so nice to you know run into a familiar accent and somebody you can reminisce Canadian things with. And if they liked hockey, then we could talk about the hockey for a bit mm-hmm. too. So I'm um, yeah like you know in your mid twenties, you know you're traveling around, you're having this and you're having that and stuff, and you're in Perth. Um, so like how long were you in Perth for until you decided think to was, like move on I think it was about four nights mm-hmm. because I, I checked into the hostel and like first night and did whatever and I got speaking to some people and I kept thinking what do I do now so I spoke to some people and yeah go to the beach go to this go in this blah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did that and then someone from the hostel said what are you doing next and I said I'm not too sure and they said well head north 
I said, oh, okay, then, yeah. And they said, well, we, we recommend this company. And it was like a backpacking company that take you on a tour. So you pay a few hundred dollars and they pick you up and they drive you to one place, your accommodation's included and some food. And then next day you drive to another place. I thought, yeah, you know, that's not done sound too bad. Anyway. Do you remember the company's name? It was like Bush Tucker, Bush Tucker Travel something or something like that? like that, yeah. Bush Tucker Travel, I think. Something. Yeah. I mean, it was eight years ago, so yeah. I can't well, remember, yeah. Eight uh, years, two kids, and, a, and you know, a half-wife away. Yeah, and two mortgages, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so I booked this tour, and it was probably one of the best things I did. Yeah. Because you got on the bus, and there was other people like you, and it... If you sat a bit next to people and then you, you spoke. Yeah. Straight away, bro. You, you had to. You, you had, had to. to. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Yeah. And obviously, the distance in Australia, these places weren't 20 minutes an hour down the road. <laughs> you were on the bus for six or seven hours. With nothing in between. Yeah. So it was. Oh my God, a kangaroo. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. It really it got you off that beaten track and it, it took you to places that you wouldn't have gone to as well. Mm-hmm. So it was fantastic. And it, it ended up, the last stop was Coral Bay. Mm. So it dropped me off there. Was that the last stop? Because I uh, thought when no, it, sorry, it was. What's, is it I X- thought it was Broom. What's the one after? Co- it's not Exmouth. Well, there, there was there was Monkey Mia, and then there's Coral Bay, and then well, it was, sorry, there was Carnarvon somewhere in there. Carnarvon, Monkey Mia, Coral Bay. But mind you, folks, I drove, but I went to the same stops because mm. honestly, there's only so many stops in the West Coast that you can do when you get north of Perth. Well, you have to stop, yeah, because you fill up with petrol. You need you know, gas, you food, need food, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, there's Shark Bay, Exmouth, but I think that you went up to Port Headland or Broome or something like that because I, I know that uh, we're kind of jumping ahead, but Ben, the other, the other Ben, uh, and I, we went through to Tom Price to go to the Karen National Park inland, and you still went along the coast because you were going to meet us up yes, there with with, yes, with the same right. travel yeah. company. And I think we met you in Broome. That was the end of your travel. I can remember because I spent two weeks in Coral Bay because the place was phenomenal. I spent it the same. And I remember time. the, the yeah. same bus come back around, mm-hmm. and I remember the lady driver. She said, "Bloody hell, you're still here." <laughs> She said, well, your ticket's still valid. You can jump on and we'll drop you at the end of the stop. So that's what I did. So that's why I left in the end. It just made more sense, yeah, honestly. She was like, well, we're leaving in a day or two. I said, yeah, oh, fine. Well, I'll jump on. And it yeah. dropped me off. It was that last stop. I can't remember where it was. Yeah. But anyway, so Coral Bay, fantastic. Highly recommend it. Now, before we get started on Coral Bay, I'm going to jump yes. over to Nat because he's been very quiet over here. Nat, um, how old were you when you went to Australia? Um, I was 19. 19. Yeah. Uh, fresh out of high school? Pretty much, yeah. 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 And Just, uh, did you have anything like planned for like post-secondary or anything like that, like university, college? No, I had nothing. I thought I was going to go to uni, um, but I didn't know really what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just, I was in a band, band split up, you know, you kind of like, oh, we're going to make it, we're going to make it. And then we're like, high school, you know, high school ended. We're yeah. Like, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> quit. Joey got married. Yeah, yeah. Should have known we never get far. Do, 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 do. Uh, so I was, I was looking th- for things to do. I know Australia sounded excited. It, like, what, what made Australia appealing? Was it just because it was a big land that you've always kind of been um, keen about? Or did well, you... I, w- I wanted to go over there anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my uncle lived over there. Yeah. Um, he, he lived there currently at the time. Yeah, yeah, did. Okay. yeah, yeah, and I wanted to. He taught how to fly. Yep, I wanted to learn how to fly. A fixed wing. Uh, yeah, a, a plane. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to go over there. 
get my pilot's license, mm. um, earn some money, and travel, basically. Yeah. And that's what I did. So. And whereabouts was that in Australia? So I was in Brisbane. Okay. So on the um, on the east coast, midway down, and um, I stayed and I worked. Or midway up. Yeah, or midway <laughs> up, depending on if you're. Uh, <laughs> Pessimistic or optim- yeah, yeah. optimistic. <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> that sounds like Australia half full. That sounds like Australia half empty. Um, and wh- when about did you go to Australia at that time? Like it was 2009, 2010? It was November 2009. 2009, okay. Yeah. Solid. That's about the same time I got to Australia as well. But I, I, I arrived you, in uh, Melbourne at the time. Side. Yeah. Well, right. just south of you more so. I, not not just south of Magic, like Australia. Okay, uh, for retrospect, uh, Australia from east coast to west coast is about the same distance between Canada, east coast to west coast. So it is a big country. Um, and that was a lot of fun to explore that place. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, and, and, and so you were, you, were, you were with your uncle and you were trying to learn how to fly. And you're, yeah. were you working as well to make some money? Yeah, yeah. I went, I went with um, 300 pounds. Which is not a lot of money. So I was, okay, went through that like three weeks, not even three weeks. Like like four days in England here, just drinking beer at the pub. Yeah. At the pub. yeah I, went, I went with three hundred pounds. So um, I landed, got a job interview the same day I landed, and got the job I was working day two, and went straight to work. Um, started earning the money, just so I could travel. Um, earned a, uh, earned a few uh, earned a few quid and. Uh, did the pilot's license, went through all of that, and then I thought, right, it's time to travel now. Mm-hmm. About four months in, it took about four months to kind of save up enough. That's fine. Yeah. And um, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And then, and then traveling it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Andy, we met in Coral Bay. Mm-hmm. I forget what the backpacker hostel was there. But there's only one in Coral Bay, and the town in the low season... Yeah, I think it's just called Coral Bay Backpacker. Yeah, possibly. I think there's only one there. You sold so, me on that. Yeah, short <laughs> and sweet. That's there's, it. And I, there, yeah. There's three wind turbines just outside of the town to help pump the energy, the electricity. Um, the town in the low season is about 300. And then once manta ray whale shark season picks up then turns into about three thousand, i think if i'm correctly does explode yeah much many more people come to work it's just like the rocky mountains in the summertime like it just gets fucking so busy um but i remember like <sighs> coral bay was so fun to me in more ways than just scuba diving or being a small town and exploring that reef it was being at this hostel and just like little things about this town that really brought you in and i wasn't a local but by the time i left people knew who i was throughout the town so there was a thing that if you woke up at around six in the morning you could walk over to the baker uh the baker shop there and you could buy the if you got the right person there was there was a couple ladies that were really nice there were some ladies that were not so nice and you could buy the baked goods from yesterday for extremely cheap. And yeah. I remember you and Ben told me that. Yeah, they knocked off like 90% just to get yeah. rid of them. But some of the ladies were funny. It would be like a loaf of bread yeah. for 50 cents or yes. something like that. And, uh, you know, a couple of pastries or something, or whatever, like apple strudel, uh, apricot. Um, oh, God, apricot danish or something like that for fucking... You know, a, a dollar or fifty cents or something like that. It was super cheap. It was ridiculous priced, and so you'd go there and you'd buy a loaf of bread for your breakfast that morning. That and then have a bit of bread for that evening, and then have the rest of it for the next breakfast, and then it'd be gone because you're getting 
bread for 50 cents. Might as well just use it up right quick. So that was awesome. And then you get all these nice little sweets or whatever for your quick little breakfast. And it was, it was awesome. But then every now and then you might get the one lady who's like, it's 50% off. That's it. It's like, no, no. But like the lady yesterday gave me 90% off. She said, no, I don't give a shit. So we'd always like dread. Fingers crossed. It was a gamble, way. And then even then we'd go there, we'd buy it and we'd go back to the hostel, which was, you know, a minute walk away and we'd go to sleep. And we just sleep around and just wait until we woke up for whatever was going to go on that day. And we wake up and do our thing. I can't remember exactly how we met. I think it was in the bar. I can. Oh, you remember exactly. I can exactly remember. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was a... I was... I got a job as a... They called them Oompa Loompas. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, you did... It was supposed to be two, it, um, two hours of work a day. Musical numbers on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> you got walked on your knees, you got painted orange. That was yeah. the sun, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you worked for your accommodation, essentially. You and, I've done was, that, and I've done that before at other places. It was places. things like vacuuming the halls or wiping the windows or... Uh, cleaning the pool. Cleaning the pool. Just, it was me, you know, me <laughs> in a speedo. simple jobs. But for two hours, it, they say two hours, it was never two hours. You could do it in an hour. Yeah. But for that, it saved you... a good amount of money 25 bucks a night free, I think it was free, it was free accommodation yeah it was fantastic yeah no anyway I was downstairs doing my jobs and I'm clearly you were sitting down in the little reception probably drinking a with, lot of beer with your, I can remember you had your jersey on oh yeah and you were watching uh, some hockey yeah you were watching and I just I think it was Canada versus yeah. Switzerland at the time and I remember saying oh you know those things where you're from yeah what you're watching blah 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 and I said I've not seen you here and he said yeah he said yeah I'm staying in the car in the car park <laughs> Well, my story about getting up to Coral Bay, and I'm not sure if I told you this or not, but I, th- I know I told Andy because we had plenty of time in the car and we we're bitching about things. I was, so my thing was, is I had this car in Melbourne and I started driving around, uh, sorry, not Melbourne, I had this car uh, in Perth and I started driving around and what I would do is I'd put uh, ads at, before I had the cell phone, I started going on, what was it, gum, Gumboot or something like that? And that's gum how, tree. The gum tree, and that's how I found you. Mm-hmm. Um or that's how Andy found you. We had, we'll talk about our veto later on. But I would just put ads out to different hostels and be like, hey, this is a page. And I'd like use publisher to put like arrows of like my route around Australia. And it's like, if anybody's inter- interested in this route and wants to go to these places, let me know. We'll split on petrol, blah, blah, blah. If you want to split on food, we can do that too. I'm very friendly, Canadian, blah, blah, all that fun stuff. And so I got messages from a Dutch girl. A German girl and a Norwegian girl, and they're all good friends. And I'm just thinking in my head, jackpot! And I'm just pumped up. I met them. They're very nice. One was pretty attractive. The other two, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're very the, the, the Dutch girl is not, very, not as attractive as me and Andy. <laughs> not nearly. I would definitely rather be with you guys for an eternity to be with those girls for uh, one more day. Um, Oh, okay. Uh, we're just going to give a little pause here, folks. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, Andy just had to uh, have a, a brief moment. Uh, things that we didn't have to deal with back when we first met was uh, children, and Andy's got two, so one's having a bit of a fuss. So Andy, being the wonderful daddy is, was daddy to the rescue with his lovely wife. Well, some kind of wife. <laughs> we don't want to put any more stress on him at the moment. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway... So yeah, there's these three girls. I met them in Perth, and we were going to be 
I, I they they wanted to ride up the west coast. Now I wasn't sure exactly, and they weren't really sure either where they were going. But I was gonna make my way up, and then once I found a place I wanted to ha- kind of hang out at, I would be hanging out there, and then we try to figure out the rest of it. So I don't want to make this thing about my trip too much. I just want to kind of focus on like how we we met and then we became friends. But I'm just gonna let you guys know it was a fucking living hell hanging out with these girls. At the start, I was like, I'm Chalupa, and these are my angels. And then by the end of it, I was like, I hope these girls get the fuck away from me. Um, things that happened, uh, I told them, okay, we're going to be going on a long road trip. Make sure you buy a lot of food as much as you like, as much as much you can. But bear in mind, we only have so much room and almost only so much cooler space that we can take so much food on this trip. Now, what they did is they bought for the night and so we had to stop in the morning at a grocery store and then buy in the morning. And then we had to buy again that night and then buy again that next morning and so on and so forth until I got rid of them. And it was just very frustrating because me, you know, a guy who likes to make a plan, really wanted to make sure that we spent our time efficiently because we had a long drive ahead. And I was the only one who could really drive. Now, leading into that, there was a point where... We turned off because there's a uh, when you when you get to Cor- when you're getting too close to Coral Bay, you turn left to go west towards Coral Bay, and I think it was just after Carnarvon, or you could go straight and just keep going north along the coast. So we're we're going west, and I remember the German girl. She's like, "Hey, do you mind if I drive?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Like I'm sure, like in my head, I'm like she has her license. Like what the fuck? Like this is an automatic. Anybody can drive an automatic. She gets in and she starts driving like a cartoon character where she's spinning the wheel and we're going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I've never driven before. And I'm like, okay, that's it. Stop the car. Get the fuck out. Made her sit in the back. Put on my music. And I didn't. And like, I'm the kind of person that's driving. And like, if I don't know people really well, I'll just be like, okay, whatever. Like, what kind of music do you like? And I'll try to appease everybody. At that point, I'm just like, I'm listening to metal. I don't care what these girls say. And they were all very quiet. And they were kind of worried about me because I was stressing the fuck out. And I was just having the worst time with them. They were very, very, very hard to get along with. And they were very needy in the sense that they needed to stop here. They needed to stop there. They needed to get this. They needed to get that. They forgot this. They forgot that. We had to turn around one time because one forgot her shampoo in the sh- in the shower because we had so we had to turn around and get it we couldn't just grab new shampoo at the next store or something like that she had she couldn't go on a day without shampooing her hair so it was not the most fond of memories so i make it to coral bay and my first night i'm not even sure if i want to stay there because i'm dealing with these girls i'm like maybe i'll go maybe i'll stay i don't know i'll see what they say but i did park my car right outside the hostel did and they, I, did the girls stay in the hostel? I they must have because I don't know where else they would stay in the town. Um, I don't think there's a, a there must have been a hotel there, but I think they're still in the hostel because they, it's the type of place you once you've turned up, you are going to see them again. Yeah, and also you can't just get the next bus that leaves because nope. there's no buses turn up. It's, nope, no, it's in the middle of nowhere, it's folks. In the middle of nowhere, it's there, there is a little airstrip you can catch a flight, but it's so expensive. Oh, it'd be you, really expensive. Yeah, flight, yeah. yeah. So. Um, I get there and I come inside because there's a bar attached to the hostel and I figured I have a few pints. I actually run into some friends that I did meet back in Monkey Mia 
Uh, Muckamina is famous because you can pet dolphins and stuff like that. And it's not really my alley, but there's other people that were into it. So anyway, I re-met these uh, folks that I met down there, and it was really cool to hang out with them. Played some ping pong, jumped off a big jetty uh, into the algae that could glow in the dark once you disturbed it. That was pretty neat too. I don't think you were you part of that, yeah. Andy. Yeah, 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 yeah you, you and Ben. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good time. And yeah, no, it was it was it was sick, and we made some good friends there. And I, was, I think that's how I, I either uh, that was either that night or the night the next night or something like that. But anyway, uh, my first night, I decided to sleep in my car. One because I wanted to save a bit of money. I didn't really know where I was going to go the next night. And then two, I just didn't want to be anywhere near those girls. I wanted to kind of hide away from them. <laughs> and. It worked out okay, and then I was talking to the hostel lady, and I was like, well, like, is there a possibility that I could just, like, sleep in my car somewhere? She's like, well, if you do get caught, then it could be, like, anywhere to, like, a $500 to $5,000 fine if you're parked illegally and you're camping in your vehicle and you're not doing this and this and this, blah, blah, blah. I think I was just worried about, like, whatever, like, you're going to abuse something. Anyway, um, so I'm like, all right, well, I'll stay here. And I can't remember if I was talking to her about it, to work for my accommodation or if you were telling me about it. I think it, I remember telling you. It might have been a few yeah. factors there. And I'm like, oh, well, if I only have to work like maximum two hours to get my own accommodation, it was anywhere from 25 to $30 a night, then why not? Like I don't have anything else to do the entire day. Like there's some t- point in the day where I can work two hours maximum. And yeah, so that's what I did. I, uh, I, I Eventually I found out the girls weren't staying in, uh, Coral Bay, and they found a ride to go up to Exmouth, and then they were going to go back down south, which had me doing backflips. And then I also signed up for a, um, a, 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 a oh, open water, yes. open water scuba diving course. And that was excellent. I was so happy I was able to do that, and it was a real treat, and I'll never forget about that, uh, to do that. Like, that really opened a lot of doors for me. Now... <clears throat> I want to bring up a few different characters we've met in Coral Bay. You knew Ben from, he was on the same bus as you, yes? Correct. He was yeah. on this tour. Yeah. Yeah, this package tour that I booked. Uh, oh, everyone knows a donut, and he certainly was. Yeah, he was a, a character. <laughs> ben was famous because he would do certain things like gel his hair before we'd go snorkeling. Now, you guys had a nice little deal through the, the, the tour company is that you could go get snorkel gear for like, what was it, 10 bucks or something yes, like that? Yes, So I remember you could hold me. It's like, go there and tell them that you're with the bus. Yeah. They won't ask you for any ID or any proof of purchase or anything, and they'll give you that snorkel gear for $10 Aussie, opposed to $90 to rent the snorkel gear. So I did that and then no problem. So I was able to go with you guys and we had great times exploring the whole area. There's Uluru, which is just a big rock that was part of the coral. And then there was uh, that we followed that sea turtle the one time and we met Ryan. Ryan, uh, Ryan, what was the girl's name? They're, then they were from Canada. It was really cool talking with them. I want to say it was Ryan and Ashley. I think it was Ashley. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was really cool meeting them and I kept in touch with them a few times. I actually ran into them back in Canada once, uh, close to my hometown. And right. um, the pilot, Damien. Damien was good, yeah. yeah he, he had the little minivan. He did, he did. He was pretty yeah, neat. Yeah. And then there was, what was his name? The big Aussie fella. And his wife was from, or wife or girlfriend was from Canada. And he was working as a, he, he would cut log logs for um, log cabins in British Columbia and Kelowna. And he took us shark fishing. 
Now, I know everyone's going to freak out right now and be like, oh, my God, sharks. But it was like reef sharks. and There's plenty of reef sharks. And we would catch them and we just kill them right away. And then we ate them later on. So we just caught them for fun. And we just killed them and we just left them on the, the beach. We caught them. We ate them. It was fine. But, yeah, I forget what his name was. It was a very old-fashioned, like, Scottish name or something. I want to say Fraser or something like that. But it wasn't Fraser. It was something else. But he was pretty funny. We got pretty loaded a couple nights with him. And very funny lad. And then... Another fun moment, which you, which to my expense, you guys had some good laughs. There was that older lady at the hostel, and I think she was British, and I was doing the scuba diving, and I think she had a crush on me, and you guys were making fun of me all the time, and she like we we be drinking around the hostel or something. Like She's always coming to me like oh blah blah this 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 and like okay oh, whatever, and then I'm scuba diving in the pool because we're getting prepared for the pool. And she comes up to me, she's drunk, and she's like, Ben, I just want to know that you were great in the pool, you looked wonderful, blah, blah, blah. And I, I can't remember everything she did, but I know that you and Ben would just make fun of me so much about it. And it's just like, oh, God, should we, should we get out of the room for one night? And, you know, it's like, oh, God, just fuck off. So, yeah, we had some laughs along the way. Anyway, our bond grew over time. And talking to Ben, he wanted to come with me and explore a bit more of the interior of the western, uh, west, west, west Australia. So we went to Karangini National Park via Tom Price, and then we came up north. You went up the coast along with the same tour company. And he, I bl- he did. He dropped me off at Exmouth. That's where Exmouth. it was. I'm sure it was. It's not too far away. How, how did you get up to Broome then? You must have taken the bus all the way up there. You had to. I don't know any other way that you got yeah, up there because you didn't you didn't come up with us. Yeah, no. I think you went up through the coast and then you ended up in Broome. Broome. Yeah, I yeah. think that's how it went, mm-hmm. and that's where we also ran into Ashley and Ryan. Yeah, again, um, because <laughs> you got the hostel and then Ben and I, we didn't want to stay at the hostel because it was just so bloody hot, and Ashley and Ryan were staying at the beach cliffs, and so we went out there and it was much cooler because Broome got up to plus sixty with the humidity. Oh, yeah, it was unbelievable. So I was like, fuck this place. Because we got we rented this one room, and it was like, do you want air conditioning? We're like, no, it'll be fine, thanks. We'll, we'll tough it out. So we had a fan. It was going, woof, woof. I never have been so hot in my life. I, I you, you couldn't stay cool. My eyelids were sweating. The whole body was just sweating. I can remember was, the hostel put the aircon on between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. That was, was it. Brutal. Absolutely. It was, it was 40 degrees outside. It was so hard. It, it, was, it was the humidity. When the heat was the humidity, it was not nice. So traveling with Ben, we almost ran out of gas traveling from, um, fuck, what was it? it wasn't Carnarvon. It was somewhere else. And we're trying to get to Tom Price, and we were below the empty level. And I'm saying in my head, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be a bad start to the trip. And I also gave Ben the job of filling up empty jugs of water and uh, well, empty four liter jugs of milk with water. So the milk jugs were well rinsed and everything. We didn't want any milk flavor in there. Um, and he filled it up. But we thankfully we had about two jugs that were already filled with fresh water. Now at the Coral Bay Hostel, there were two different um, taps you could fill from, one that was potable and one that was drinkable. He filled up from the potable one, so you couldn't drink from it. And I remember telling him specifically, and he knew this because he worked there as well for his accommodation. And I remember sipping it and I'm like, um, this is kind of salty and tangy. 
where did you feel this? Which tap? Describe the tap to me that you feel this up at. He's like, oh, is this one, this one, this one. It was the good one. He's like, it was the good one. It was this one, this one, this one. I'm like, no, it wasn't. That one's the bad one. The good one is this one. He's like, no. I'm like, yes, because this is this is this. He's like, oh, well, it's not my fault. It is your fault. <laughs> so we had no fresh water left over, and we still had a whole two days of traveling, and. I'm a one person who likes to drink a lot of fresh water over time. And thankfully we ran to the Swiss family that was RVing and they gave us about, oh God, it must've been eight liters of fresh water, a big giant jug of fresh water. And we we're so thankful we gave them, we, I gave them $10 Aussie in, in, in thanks to them. They were so nice to us. Um, but the next morning was awesome. Like we got to go swimming in this beautiful swimming hole right in Karen National Park. It's very, um, the whole area is very special to the Aborigines, mind you, because there's a river and a lake and places to swim with fresh, somewhat fresh water. So that's very special to anybody that lives in a, a desert. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then we eventually kept driving up and it was a lot of dirt roads. It was pretty sensational. Like next to Canada, I don't think I've ever driven anywhere like that. Um, that was, a, that's technically a first world country. <clears throat> eventually got up to Broome, met up with you. That was another... Hell, hell of a time. Um, kind of trying to fast track here so we can get Nat involved. I feel so bad for you, Nat, right now. Um, met up with Andy. So then now it was the three of us. Myself, Ben, and you. And we headed up to Darwin. Darwin. Well, we're making our way to Darwin. I think yeah. we had one stop. I think we stopped in Kununurra briefly. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah right on the border pretty well. Oh, we, we also had a stop in Kakadu. National Park because yeah. you got a hostel, we didn't, but then we ended up just staying with you and split, no, that's why I went to and split the cost. To room, yeah, yeah, we're like, oh, we'll tough it out, but then there was all these bugs and we were rainforest oh, and all the toads were croaking. It was and the rainy season. It was. It was well, no, it was. It was the. It had been. It was the humid season. Well, you know, it was. It was the rain season. My bad. Yeah, it was because it was harder to find crocodiles and everything too. So everything filled up. So it was the rainy season. Well, I that's correct. Wet season. Wet season. Dry season. That's how it's called. The entrance to the National Park. We stopped on that bridge. And we, saw and, we, and we said, oh, what if we see any crocodiles? Fuck me. They were everywhere. Mm-hmm. They were. They weren't all really on the shores, but you could see their heads. Everywhere. They yeah. couldn't have a shock. Not like, you didn't have to look hard. Anyway, we uh, took Those fucking things scared the shit out of me. I, I, I was just picturing myself like falling into that river and then them just chasing me down. And I'm like, oh God, this freaks me the fuck out. Because I'm not so much scared of sharks or alligators or anything like that and I'm just scared that I can't get away from them it's like one of those dreams where you can't run away from something and it's just going to gain on you and gain on you and gain on you <clears throat> humans are out of their element when they're in water that's for sure and you, there's no way that you can really outduel a shark or an alligator or something like that in the water mm-hmm. so yeah like uh, anyway so yeah so we found that place it was it was, uh, was it a hostel stroke. It was hotel? it was it was like a hostel hotel. It was like I think it would cost you thirty five dollars a night, and we decided to split it with you. So then I it was a bit cheaper. Checked in and then we yeah, we, we, we came box, knocking on your door. Box, yeah, just coming in, and I remember we. I think it was two twin beds, weren't it? I think it was one queen size, and you and Ben shared it. And I slept yeah, on the floor. Something like that. Anyway, we we. Good night's sleep. Or yeah. Whatever, and then we just headed on the next day to. Yeah, we're driving to Darwin, and I remember we're just outside of Darwin. I think we're, I can't remember what we're listening. We're listening to the gorillas. And I remember, like, folks, Andy's from Birmingham, black country lad. He's got a thick accent. And me, whenever I run into somebody, I like to imitate people. 
just because I'm very fond of an accent, I like to, uh, if something, if something sounds interesting to me or unusual, I like to kind of mimic it. And here, I'm not saying it to take the piss. I just think it's really interesting. And there was a point where it sparked up and Andy got really frustrated with me. He's like, oh, you're fucking taking the piss. I'll fucking leave right now. I don't need you fucking assholes. Like, I'll just fucking leave. You know, I don't need to be part of this. Like, you, you're making fun of me so much. And I'm like backpedaling. I'm like, mate, I'm not making fun of you. I just find your accent very interesting. I'm trying to mimic uh, your accent. I'm trying to get, understand like how it goes because I've been listening to Australian the whole time. I feel like you need to paint the picture. I feel like I need to hear this accent. No, I, 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 could, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it at the time. I but it would just be like, and then Andy says a lot of black, uh, not black country, but uh, Cockney slang, like Boston Fiddle, John Wayne, and Brown Bread, and all that kind of stuff. So I'd be saying that. And it's just like, you know, oh, yeah, Boston, you know, things like that. And he just, like, after a while, like, and mind you, when I imitate, I'm not always 100% uh, accurate. The, for the longest time when I was working in Australia, people thought I was Irish, not Canadian. But I was doing kind of a really shitty Aussie accent, so maybe they just thought I was uh, Irish and slightly, you know, slow in the head. But uh, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm Canadian. It's like, oh, well, what part of Ireland are you from? Or like, do you have background? I'm like, no, I don't. I'm sorry, but no, not not Irish in any way, shape, or form. So we get into we get into Darwin, smooth things over. Uh, we have our fun there. We're we're actually reminiscing about the Northern Territory Grill dinner plate we had this morning. Well, well, that we had there, but we were talking about it this morning, where it was a piece of it was a small fillet of barramundi fish, a small steak fillet of kangaroo, and a I think it was two sausages that were quite small, almost breakfast sausage size, of crocodile, and half a tomato. And it was about twenty five to thirty dollars. It was absolutely a rip off. It was advertised as a mixed grill, and it turned up. This this Seems kangaroo like a canopy, like a starter. This this oh kangaroo steak would have been bigger than your cell phone. Same with the barramundi fish and the two crocodile sausages. It was brutal, and it was on a gigantic plate too. So we're like, so this is the first wave, right? Like you're just gonna keep bringing it to us until we're full. No, it was terrible. Darwin, I thought Darwin was okay. But like, but similar to Broom, you couldn't go to the beach because there was crocodiles and sharks. So and it was just bloody hot and humid. So we couldn't really get up to too much, uh, too much exciting things besides just hanging around the city and just relaxing at the hostel. I can't really remember anything else that we got up to in Darwin. Really, no, I don't think we did much. I remember there was a, we had a it was a crazy storm the one night, big electric storm. Yeah, the heavens opened. It was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something to yeah. see. Really, really windy. Yeah. A dry wind. Came around and then it was like lots of lightning and and, and rain later on, but which made it worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the humidity was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to have the window open to get some you know uh, wind going on, but at the same time it was just rain coming, so you wanted to keep it closed so there wasn't any rain coming into the the hostel. Um, but we kept moving on. Ben, uh, sadly, sadly, Ben left us and he joined our. Um, uh, my friend, well, our friend Anya that we met at Cockadoo, um, I kept in touch with her for a little while, but I've lost track of her and I haven't really talked to her or spoken to her in quite some time. Um, she was going down to Adelaide through Alice Springs, so like straight shot from Darwin all the way down south to Adelaide. And then Andy and I kept going south and then we'd turn west, sorry, east to go to Mount Isa. Now Mount Isa was just a, in my opinion, a shithole. 
Uh, it had the largest Irish club in the world. Still probably does. Weren't really impressed with that, but whatever. Moving on, went to Townsville. Townsville was all right. And then I believe we went south to go to Early Beach. I, I think Early Beach was south of Townsville, if I remember correctly. And we met so many people there. We, made, we met friends like uh, Lane Jackson Palmer, who was a good guy. Let me see here. Yeah, yeah, Townsville is north of Early Beach. So we went down to Early Beach. That was our next stop. And we met Louise and Schnetta from Denmark. We met Simon Frenette from uh, Quebec and Brittany McBain. We met Chris Winward, the country music singer that I actually ran into a couple times uh, in the States. We met uh, Kyle that we called Koala because he would sleep all the time. That's probably just because he partied all the time too. Um, we met Ollie Mills, who actually lives in Edmonton now. He's married and has a kid in Edmonton. I actually got to run into him a couple times as well. Uh, so that that was just hilarious. Uh, it's it was like the, it was the Chalupa's thirteen. He went to Early Beach. We had a blast there. Oh man, like we all were hanging out this loft, uh, this hostel. Uh, eventually, this hurricane came, Hurricane Uli, and we're all thinking about it in our heads like, okay, well, do we go south or north? Or do we stay? And we all decided to go to the Cans and hopefully avoid that um, that hurricane, but at the same time still be able to go to the, the Great Barrier Reef. Andy and I really wanted to do that, so we went up north and we skipped the the whole uh, the, the hurricane. We got a little bit of wind in ca- in Cairns, but I remember we got to this hostel and we booked the th- oh we also Anton. Do you remember Anton? Yeah, the giant Swede man. Yeah. Oh man, he was a Viking. And we get to the hostel and there's thirteen of us and they bring out I think three or four jugs of beer for us, complimentary because like this many people just stand at the hostel. They're pumped about it. And we stayed there, I think, three or four nights. We had a great time there. And then we started rolling down south. Um, we split up from the group. We went all the way down to Rockhampton, Rock Vegas, Southern Bats, had a fancy steak. Um, oh, uh, we also went to Bundaberg. That was on the way to the, yeah, it's just south of Rockhampton. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we stopped in the, Bundaberg because I wanted to see the rum distillery. Yep, so we went there. And, but remember, we went to that one hostel. Because there was the jail that was really nice. Was and it, I, went, I think it was called The Cell. There was the one place that we all really wanted to go to. It was the jail, but it was booked up fully. And then we went with this other one, and it was just terrible. We already paid. We went upstairs, and there was dirt and boots on our bed that we were supposed to stay on, and you were livid. And if you weren't there, I probably would have just toughed it up and just stayed there. Thankfully, you gave your opinion, and we moved on out of there very quick. Oh, man, that was a fucking terrible time. And so we got out of that, and we went to this old, old hostel, uh, for Australia at least. And I thought that was all right. It wasn't too, too bad for us. I can remember it. It was fine. They had the Spies game, which was Robert Redford and Brad Pitt. Yeah. It was a terrible movie, and we were like, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, but honestly, Bundaberg didn't really have much to offer us besides the distillery. I think we just stayed there the one night, and we moved on. Then we got to Brisbane. Hello, Nat. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we got to Brisbane. We stayed at the Midnight Backpackers. One of my funny moments, and I still talk about this moment today, just because I thought it was so hilarious because we were talking about staying at the YHA, but then we decided not to stay at the YHA, the Youth Hostel Association, because it was about $10 more than the next door backpackers, the Midnight Backpackers. So, Andy and I pull into... Brisbane. We're about to go into the, the Midnight Backpackers. 
but we have to park behind the YHA for whatever reason. That's where the parking is. And all I hear is, oi! I look up, and about floor, I'm going to say seven, is this one woman, and young, young, young lady, I should say, and she flashes us, and our other friend just flashes her ass towards us. And I'm thinking in my head, like, why aren't we staying here? <laughs> it's like, counting up the floors. Okay, and then kind of cross to see what room it could have been. It's like, we need to go there right now. Couldn't figure it out. Whatever. It, it, was, it was a welcome to Brisbane moment for me and Andy. We're pretty happy about that. So we went to their midnight backpackers. Got in there. Settled down. Met some really cool people. There was those uh, that, that British couple. I think you, you ran into them a couple more times, didn't you? It was the, the redhead and the... Uh, yeah, I can remember them. I can't remember yeah. any names. No, I no. can't remember either. They're, they're very nice. We got along with them very well. We we hung out with them. We did a walking tour with them and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I remember, Nat, we put out uh, the ad there about somebody coming or two people looking for two people to come along with us because Andy and I are like, well, this is all fun and games, but it's also nice to have two extra people to split on petrol. So we put our ad out to see who could possibly fill this void. And I think we had the interview at with you at the Midnight Backpackers. We did. And I believe it was uh, Topless Night. It was, guy, it was Guy's it, Night. It was, yeah. Please don't take photographs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, had, we had a couple of jugs of Pure Blonde, which is disgusting beer in Australia. <laughs> not A little bit better than VB, but still not that good. Yeah, I remember. We, we drank a lot. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it, was a, it was a good moment. And I think that was your game plan. If I get these guys so knackered, they're yeah. fucking... Yeah, oh, they'll let me in the car. I got on the bus the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to go one way, and it took me out into the sticks. An hour and fifteen minutes later, I went past the hostel on this same bus back home. Good lord! Yeah, I was very drunk. That's a sobering drive. And it was very funny because. Andy and that, uh, sorry, Andy and I, we had our own little veto thing. It, mind you, it was my car, so I kind of had the winning vote. But we'd go through them. And think, okay, we got we had an application from this guy. We had an application from this guy. Application from this guy. Application from this woman. All that kind of stuff going through and through and through. And it's like, oh, this person's German. And he's like, nope. <laughs> they bombed our fish and chip shops <laughs> in World War II. Can't, can't believe this is German. And, and then we we got Nat. I think I think Nat was the first Englishman, and we met him first as well. Turned to be a very nice guy. I think Ladislav came to meet us too at the hostel, dressed in his Ferrari white. And I was pumped because he's Czech, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, I meet a Czech guy. I can meet him later on when I go visit my family in the Czech Republic, and maybe learn a few Czech words. That'd be all right. <sighs> Where are we? Anyway, we we all meet each other. We all get along. We jump in the uh, the car together and we start driving. And I remember within that, like the first five minutes, I ran through a red light. <laughs> you did. And we had a vehicle pass before me and a vehicle pass after me. And I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> and you're... I was like, I'm going to die on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my first major foul up of that trip that since I've been with Andy. Um, I was thinking of how, how am I going to tell my mum, like... I met these guys online. <laughs> I've jumped in their car. They're running red lights. They're making me wear my just my underwear in the back seat. <laughs> I don't want to wear clothes or pants. Um, yeah, I know. It was fucking ridiculous. I couldn't believe that. And mind you, you know, Australia is just like England where you drive, drive on the opposite side of the road or that, that we're used to here in Canada and the United States. So um, it, it was a little bit new to me, but running through red light has no excuse for driving the opposite side of a road. 
But anyway, we made our way and we went to Byron Bay, which was a very nice first stop for us to really bond and get to, you know, get to know one another for sure. And the hostel was very accommodating to we had people, people mood, mood, meeting each other. That evening? Yep. First evening we had steak. Yep. It's a good memory. I don't remember that. I wouldn't remember that either. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you. I'm like, yeah, sure we did. We, yeah, we could decide how we wanted it, so we had to have it. We did it pretty well done. I remember it was it because it was um it wasn't a great cut I think no 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 well it's we're backpacking aren't you so you you're saving money at all costs so you can't afford to eat in top restaurants you, you put oh yeah cutting costs you try it was to amazing find, that was know, my first places. ever time in a hostel you know yeah. nineteen and I was just astounded there was a kitchen didn't know what to do with the kitchen do you remember the hostels we'd we'd check in we'd go straight to the kitchen and open the free free food cupboard yep. yeah that was the first thing we did what spices are here any butter any yeah any, any of we could that. make out of it straight away the free food yeah. cupboard yeah and see what we could uh, utilise well that was always a good thing to know what was there because then we would just utilise what was there and then if we need anything else we'd send one of us to the grocery store be like hey you need this 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 and this can you go can you come back really quick and that'd be the thing and the, the good uh, bottle store and, and not not just that, but also I remember that when we got there, there was complimentary goon, red and white. There was and table tennis. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, man, that's how memories are made did, and, did and go, lost. <laughs> did we go on the beach that night, or was it the second night? At we, night time? I can't yeah. remember going at night time at all. We walked through. My we walked, God. Then we went on a beach walk with those girls. Andy, isn't he younger than us? He has such a fresh memory. <laughs> I can't remember. Girls, I, girls hung out with us. I can't remember that. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> They probably hang out with you. And then they went to um. We all went to the lighthouse the next day. Everyone. I remember. Yeah. I remember going to the lighthouse the next day. We we had I the walk walking on the beach. Yeah. We had the walking tour the next day. Yeah. And we're looking at like the you know the, the sand and everything and all that kind of shit. Walk through town. Yeah. What I remember fondly of what was it? Monkeys bar. Oh, cheeky monkeys. Cheeky monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget they did the um, they did the they did the free pictures, didn't they? Every so often. They were like giving out the free pictures, mm-hmm. and you just bought a picture, and they gave out all these free pictures. <laughs> and everyone was just like, helping the and you're like, this one's mine. I've just bought this. <laughs> Stop drinking my beer. <laughs> well, like, you want to give me money, then fuck off. <laughs> that probably happened. Yeah, I can see that happening. It's the check coming out it's of It's like you've just finally, like, you thought, right, I'm doing it. My one picture of the night, you know. As soon as it does it, another ten land on the table. Oh god! Oh god! And everyone danced on the tables. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I remember that in Cannes. We went to the what was it? The oh god, the Lamb and Wood or something like that. I can't remember what it was called, but we went on the tables and they were built for dancing. And I remember Mumford and Sons little uh, line line man. They just came out. They oh, just came out. Man, yeah. yeah, they they just made it huge. Mm. They were being played everywhere, and we're all on the tables and just trying to break the picnic tables down because it was like we encourage people to dance on these tables and we're just trying to stomp them down they're 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 built very solidly let me say that you got free beer if you wore a football shirt you did and i and i wore my man new jersey and i think we also got free it it wasn't it wasn't free beer it was a free entry because typically it was ten dollars to get in yeah ten ten aussie dollars to get in now if you wore a footy jersey then you got in but by that, I mean, um, you know, Premier League or something like that. You, you got in. And then also, if you used 
or you, I think it was if you turn up a certain time or if we just quoted the hostel and then it was fine. But I was like, I'll just wear my mat in New Jersey just for fun anyway, because I packed it with me. Might as well. And that's when AIG was on the front and then they had to get bailed out. So I haven't worn that thing since. Mm. <laughs> now they have a, now Manu has a respectable company on the front, like Chevy. <laughs> they, they've never been bailed out. Um, yeah, yeah. So leaving Byron Bay, I remember I, uh, we went, we went to the brewery, Stone and Wood. Yep. They were hanging out there and I was hanging out, we, we, we all got like two beers of each of the beers they made. They only made two at the time. And then after that, we're going to leave the next day. And I was talking to them and it's like, oh, well, do you want to come in and help brew? I'm like, yeah, sure. That'd be wonderful. All right, we'll start it at 6 a.m. If you want to come there on that time, like, sounds good to me. So I woke up extra early, walked down over there. And then you guys came to pick me up afterwards. And then we continued on down to Sydney. Went all the way down to Sydney that day. Yeah, that was a long day. That was a very long drive. Yes, sir. A lot, a lot of sloppy got pulled over. You did. I remember there was a... <laughs> and you had to speak into the thing. It wasn't a proper breathalyzer where you put your mouth over it. But you just had to speak into it. You had to like count to five or something like that. And it just it would measure like... <sighs> as you exhaled onto this little reader so he's trying to like put his mouth on the thing and they're like no don't <laughs> pull the toy he's like don't do that <laughs> and he's like doesn't know well his English is good but he's foreign because he's Czech so it's like the English is not to the Aussie standard mind you and he was going he must have been going like 180 and they let him off with a warning I couldn't believe he it he drove really fast he was crazy yeah, I remember, I remember he was driving in Sydney and we had to get we had, we, we had told him to stop and then you jumped in yeah, I think Andy. he was he just led foot all the time he was well he's Mr. Ferrari he's, he he's the stig yeah, yeah so we ended up in Sydney do you remember the hostel X Base X Base yes bang in the middle yes. superb location yeah right next to what was it King's Cross yeah superb location yeah. Yeah. yeah very large hostel very large I remember it's that white I remember it being white we were only in a really small room weren't we six bed I think and there's four yeah. was four and that's Swedish girl and that Swedish lad yeah we ruled that room that's did for you, sure uh, did your perfume trick <laughs> we were talking about this morning we were talking about this this morning Spray in, spray in front of me and I'd walk through. That's what I used to do when I was younger. My mom always told me, it's just like, my mom, my mom always said, um, you, you never wanted to overdo it with cologne. And I knew so many guys that would spray, 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 like, so neck, neck, wrist, wrist, and then they rub the wrist and then like they'd hit the certain parts of the body, maybe one more under the shirt. And my mom was always like, don't overdo it with cologne. You, all you need is like one little spray and people can smell it. Don't, like, don't worry, they can smell it. And so I was like, well, if I spray it in front of me, it doesn't get right on me. And if I walk through it, then it kind of just like a nice, you know, light dusting, if you will. Alone fog. And yes. Then, and then one in reverse. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, then, then spray one up, and as it comes down, just do like a little twirl. <laughs> or like spray and then jump into it. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty funny. But I remember we had uh, Beth. Uh, what were you pointing out here? Canberra. Well, yeah, we're still in we're still in Sydney though, and uh, Ladislav had the Becherovka green bottle. It tasted like Christmas in a bottle. I'm, yeah. I remember I have a picture of you sipping on that, and we all thought that was just like, what the hell is this? And another great memory of mine in Sydney is. Not just the walking tour and the bats and everything like that, but uh, we also had a very nice photo ne- next to the... Well, yeah, because close to the Har- Harbour Bridge, 
there was a bit of a park walk and there was lots of giant oh, yeah. fox backs hanging out there. Yeah, evening. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, had, we had a very nice picture near the Harvard Bridge. The four of us. I was wearing my hockey jersey. You were in your West Brom top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have Derby? Did not. Tires on tour. Mm-hmm. I remember I wanted to walk up the bridge. We were talking about that. I remember that. $300? Was it $300? I thought it was like... Astronomical. I thought if it was $90, I still wouldn't pay that. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe how expensive I'd been, it was. I'd been before, maybe five years previously. Yeah? And I did that. And it was good. But yeah, it was well. my parents' fancy. Spoiler. Yeah, it's not something that I... It's not something you At the do time, I was like... I remember Prince Harry did it. <laughs> Prince Harry just yeah. recently did it. I think... Yeah, maybe he yeah, could afford it. for that. Could, could he have afforded that? We paid for it. He was lucky to pay for it. He just claimed the receipt. Expenses. Me and Matt paid for that. If you guys let me up with this, I'll make sure I don't kill all your kangaroos. <laughs> Deal. Perfect. My um, mum was on your coin. No, my grandma. <laughs> don't even know his mum. <laughs> <laughs> and starts dropping his dad and is like oh, are you really related to him is that really your dad controversy controversial controversial anyway um, yeah my favorite memory of Sydney though definitely that I remember at least who knows what else <laughs> happened over these last eight and a half years but Ladislav found a Prague bar which was Czech cuisine and Czech beer and we all missed uh, Easter just recently. So we went there. I believe it was a Wednesday. And it was, um, I think it was two for one jugs of beer, which would make it $10 per jug. And then it was $10 pork knuckles or ice binds or That's pork true. shanks, whatever you want to call them. And we didn't even have cutlery. They brought us a big bowl of water each that we just wash our hands in as we eat this giant hunk of pork with a bone through it. With our bare hands, like a couple of barbarians at a Viking table or something. It's incredible. It was unbelievable. So $20 got you your own whole jug of beer, pitcher of beer, and then this giant, beautifully smoked, cooked Czech hunk of meat. He was looking at Laddie when we were like, is this how you eat all the time? <laughs> He's just like, rah, 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 rah. Yes. yes, it is. <laughs> Let's talk more eat. <laughs> and so that was, that was absolutely stunning. Like I remember you guys... Um, There's those lovely Czech girls that... Um, only lad he could flirt with. Oh, well, Ladislav, yeah, he was talking to them the whole time. I think he was just happy to speak his language. And then we're always like, can you tell them that we're single? <laughs> <laughs> They're so beautiful. I would like to have my Czech dual citizenship. That'd be wonderful. Didn't happen. Um, and you guys did the under, under uh, what, what you, the Marine or something like that? You guys went, not, not the zoo, but like the... Next to the harbor, there oh, was... Oh, the uh, aquarium. Aquarium. We went to the aquarium. We <laughs> the saw thing the, that the fish live in. We saw the um, crocodiles being hatched. You're looking very vacant. I can't remember any of these. I've got photographs. Do you want me to show you? Do you want me to find a photograph? <laughs> I can remember just seeing the... We went to the zoo. That would be good if you actually... You took a photograph of me riding a plastic ostrich. Don't remember? No. <laughs> we, all, we all just open our, our Facebook and just go through like each picture and be like, oh yeah, I remember that happening. Yes, what? Jesus, I can't remember that happening at all. Oh my God. It was good. We had fun there, but well, it was expensive, weren't it? Oh, Sydney was bloody expensive. Was yeah. Even, I think the X space was about $35 a night oh, per person. So expensive. Suddenly. 35 was it? Yeah, I believe Jesus. so. Yeah, no, it was, it was it was wild. I mean, you paid a premium for the location; it's worth it. it, it we were right there. You know, you, we were right there. Transport costs anywhere, and 
We had to call. Is that where we got the parking ticket? No, that was Brisbane. Oh. That was, I don't want to fight it. Yeah, I know it was brutal because yeah. there was the rugby match going on, and I was like, "This is fucking bullshit right here." Oh, I was I was furious. Like it didn't get any warning, nothing at all, and they were giving us a ticket. Oh yeah, there's the bucket right there. The Sydney Tower. There's a bucket. Disgusting oh, yeah. we tower. Went up Sydney tower. We did. No, you guys did. I stayed down. Yeah, I was all right with that. Yeah, we're in there. There we are. Pulled the Sydney Tower. Oh god. I remember that. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of slob. I feel bad for our listeners. Look at that guy. Yeah. Young Ladislav. Jesus. Oh, look at those guys. So fucking young. Jesus no, Christ. I might look the most the, the most similar. Me Ladislav, I'd say. You definitely had hair. <laughs> Not still had hair. Really as much as he does now. My goodness. We'll have to put that photo on the on the podcast page. That was... um karaoke. Oh there's the Bechorovka. Oh god, oh Jesus Christ. Look how you have. I look so scared. <laughs> It's before I Mrs. <laughs> Long before. But you did know Nessie. Yeah, she was in. The Blue Mountains, we went up there. Yeah. We didn't get down into them. Basically. No, we sure didn't. We didn't have much time. We had a, we had a plate to go. A plate to people to see. Oh, yeah. And then there's Nat with the nice pink camel hat. Oh, my God. Where's that from? Is this on your That's the War Memorial. That's God, the that's nice, the, sorry the war museum nice in nice, Canberra. Nice to know taking it seriously. Well, that was that was in the gift shop. It was okay. We made jokes later on and everything. Oh, and then there's Richard Watkins' Phenomenal. beer fridge. So yeah. So anyway, after Sydney, we made our way down to Canberra, and in Canberra, I really wanted to go to this place called the Wigan Pen. Now, the Wigan Pen was a really nice spot. The hostel we stayed at was quite nice from what I remember. I can't remember exactly how it went. It would, be, it would have been something if we were really documented this old stuff a little bit better. I can't remember. Like, oh, I just went to the Wigan Pen. But I remember talking to him. I went there with Nat. I think it was Andy and Ron's brother. That was not Yeah, think again. Think again, I, th- I would say. But so. she was. She loved it. She was she super. Had a great time. As far as I know, she was super cool with it. Hold up, it's here. Yeah, that's you. Can you send me that one? Yeah, I can. 
I think I said that. Yeah. And then we met with Richard and Andy and Ladislav were game to stay another night at Richard's place. And we, uh, we met up with him, had a curry, went back to the brewery, went to the basement. And then there he got us to try a nine-year-old Russian Imperial Stout, a 12-year-old Baltic Porter, and a 25-year-old Port right out of the barrel. Which is 35 years old soon. It will be. I'm not sure if he still has any of it yet, because I remember he was saying that once it's empty, he was going to put sharpened beer in it. So that was sensational and still probably my favorite brewery tour ever. And he, I think, he, well, I would say he gave me a lot of inspiration to become a brewer and a very friendly one at that. So after that, we had all that curry, spent the night. I think we were all just farting and everything all night long. We made our way in the car. We had to go to Melbourne. I had to make it in time for um, a footy match with my friend Hamish. And we made a, we had to make a stop at a gas station because Andy was about to shit his pants <laughs> and we could smell it. Everyone was about to shit their pants. Oh, truly, truly. And so we stopped for petrol, not for the purpose of just getting petrol. Andy moved as fast as I ever seen him move, followed quickly by Nat and then Ladislav. And they all, and I was left behind filling up the gas. Uh, when I eventually made it to the gas station, I think that the hood had melted. <laughs> Because my, my nose melted from the smell. Beef in Delhi is uh, <laughs> it's better than the night before. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing was is that no one could really make fun of each other because we were all just smelling like... You, you, someone would fart and be like, was that you? I was like, I, I thought it was you. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I was like, I thought it was me. <laughs> I think it was just a mix of everyone. Everyone loves their own flavor, but at the same time, isn't this wonderful that we're all mixing together? It's like a nice orchestra. <laughs> oh, God. We were, we were disgusting. I, I sold that car, and I'm not sure if... I sold it at a fair price with all the smells that were locked in there. I remember I had those fucking wool sheet cover seat, seat, seat covers there. And we had them for so long, and then after a while, they're just looking so ratty and gross. I remember taking them off and just throwing them out. I'm like, these are just fucking gross. Why do we have these still? Why do we have them? I can't so, believe you kept them on. I don't know. Especially I, in the north. How? It was 40 degrees. Oh, God. It? Yeah, we, we needed sheep's wool to keep us warm. The car that's for didn't sure. have aircon. No, it did well, not. It did, but. It would only go for so long because it was someone, mostly water. Someone filled it up instead of a. It was a very low amount of engine coolant, but mostly water. So we didn't have aircon until I think we got to Darwin because I got them to drain it and I threw aircon in there, which was $90 to throw engine coolant in there. But I think the thing was is that the engine coolant kind of goes down over time and they just topped it up with water because it's so bloody expensive, which well, fair enough. But yeah, like that was that was something else because we didn't have air conditioning, I think, until Darwin. And that was a games a game changer a it true life we didn't like to use it because the miles per gallon went down oh completely so it was kind of a catch 22 yeah to stay cool and <laughs> well we, we, we would put it on and then we just we would, we would turn it off and then we just sit in it because as soon as we rolled it down then everything just got humid inside and too fucking hot and listeners when you smell uh, the odor of dead cooking kangaroo on a highway oh. that is a smell you will never forget and 
Not only are kangaroos dangerous on the highway, but wedge-tailed eagles, which pick off the dead kangaroo on the side of the highway, are pretty terrifying as well. And once they're trying to take off, the wingspan covers your whole um, <laughs> the whole windshield. So we we had some experiences in that thing. I think I threw them out in Darwin because I think we had a big dumpster bin at the hostel, yeah, and I was I like, remember, I'm, "We had to like, be clear. I'm yeah. I'm done with this. Like we're getting rid of that crap." And we we got rid of Ben <laughs> in the bin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> what was it, Ben? The flower pot men. <sighs> but you know, um, yeah, I forget what the hostel was. It wasn't in Darwin though. It was somewhere else, and we stayed there overnight one night. It was like some kind of gate. It was almost like, like kind of a garden. It looked like something from like. Like a gated area where it was like, where were we? Tenant Creek? Tenant Creek, maybe. Because that was like kind of the last stop before you go far enough south to go to Alice Springs. And then we'd also turn around to go to Mount Ice. I think it was Tenant Creek we, we were at. And we, we started throwing everything out. And backtracking again. Ben forgot some things in the car, even though I asked him three times. Ben, make sure you check the car. Make sure you didn't forget anything. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. 20 minutes later, he didn't go anywhere into the car. Ben, we're going to be leaving in like 10 minutes, mate. Like, make sure you check to see if you forgot anything there. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll make sure. And then, like, we're about to leave. And I'm like, hey, Ben, did you get... I got everything, all right? I'm not some kid. I'm not some fucking kid, all right? I got everything. I got everything. Leave me alone. I'm leaving now. Okay, no problem. He took my car key. One of my car keys, I think I had three. You had one, I had one, and Ben had one at the time. He took one of my spares. He left his sleeping bag, one of those uh, grip things that, like, strengthen your hand. It's like a stress ball. Not a ball. Uh, well, it, it strengthens your, your um, dexterity in your, in your hand. Sure. You, know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like fighters use them, or boxers use them all the time. And he forgot something else. And so I messaged him. His brain. Yeah, right. Dignity. I, 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 I kicked it in the ocean. Gave it to one of those bull, uh, bullfrogs. Washed out with his hair gel. <laughs> and I remember messaging him like, hey, mate, you forgot these things. And he's like, oh, my God. Can you mail those to me? And my, mail it to my family member, his aunt or something like that. And in Adelaide, I'm like, hey, I'll give you the money for postage and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nope. not until you say I'm sorry. Not until you admit this. And I, I made him, because I, I was older than him by about two years, but I wanted to make him feel like you know, I was older than him by like 15. Because I was just so infuriated because, you know, like, fuck, man. Like, when, when, when somebody reminds you enough times about something like that and you just keep tossing them off, you know, it just it would remind me of me doing that to my dad. And then my dad would be right. And I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, here we go. He's right, I'm wrong, and he's going to rub in my face. And he never would. He never rubbed my face, but it would just be in my back of my head being like, oh, fuck. Like, he really. You knew he could rub it. Yeah, exactly. And it was just almost <laughs> worse that he didn't, because I'm just rubbing it in my own face. It's like, oh, well, he's going to make fun of you, you idiot. So, yeah. F flashing forward. That one has to go on there. Oh God! Yeah, that's Sydney. That's when we did. Uh, that's when we did karaoke. That's right. You did. I bet you look good on the dance floor. I sang "New Orleans Is Sinking" by the Trashley Hip, and you didn't sing at all. But we had a good time. There was some kind of football game. I think you guys were trying to catch. We went to one of the clubs in Sydney, mm -hmm. trying to catch it there. 
didn't really hang out with Ladislav that much either. We didn't go too many times with him. It was usually just the three of us. He generally was a quiet character. Mm. Yeah, he, he had a lot of stuff going on. He didn't like to go out much, to be fair. I wasn't sure if he was just trying to save money or if he just wasn't yeah. that social of a person or yeah. if he just didn't like us. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, after after Sydney, we were making our way to Melbourne. Made it, well, so we made, it, made our way to Canberra and then leaving Canberra, we went to uh, Melbourne. And we got to Melbourne. I went to the footy game. We all had our hostel. That was a wicked hostel. I was a big fan of that one. It was in St. Kilda. Correct. Yeah. And that was really good because we got some really good local tips. Because I signed up with the library nearby. And you got free internet there. This is back in the day where you used to have to pay for your internet. And so I had my free internet there. They got an hour per day. And then you were able to rent movies as well. Um... It was not a bad location to like check things out because like yeah you got to go to the beach and there was nice little sh- um, uh, venues and things like that but there were a lot of prostitutes <laughs> in the area and I remember driving one time and I and me still like you know pretty savvy on driving on the the you know the, the left hand side of the of the road but uh, every now and then might have made a goof up or something like that and I take a turn and I almost hit this lady and I gave her a little wave like oh, hey sorry. And then I go around the cul-de-sac to come back because I took a turn too early to get to the hostel. And then she comes up and I'm like, oh, God, she's going to give me an earful. She's like, oh, are you looking for a good time? And I'm like, what? Pardon me? She's like, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, if you, you know, you want to hang out. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, and then click. This is like, oh, fuck, right. Think of where you are. I'm like, no, 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 no. Thank you very much, though. Like, I just felt really bad because I almost hit you. I'm not from here. I'm from Canada. This is when me, you know, getting a little bit too nervous and scattered brain is like, no, I'm from Canada. And I'm sorry. And I didn't mean to do this. And I hope you're okay. And I didn't, didn't mean to do this. And I live over there. I'm a, I'm a backpacker. I'm a, okay, bye. And like, okay, bye. You know, like, who's this fucking idiot? This Muppet. And yeah, no, we had, we had some good times there in the hostel. I, what else did we get up to in Melbourne? Did we, we did, I, oh, I remember we was going to different couple of brew pubs. And that was crazy about Lady Gaga's new single, Alejandro. Ali, Alejandro, Ali, Alejandro. <laughs> Taylor Swift, I remember. Mean, Taylor Swift, yeah. Oh, T-Swift when she was like country going to pop country. Before, before she was cool, man. Look what you made me do. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, then, and then it was just planning our next trip. Yeah, that's it. we flew out of Melbourne. We flew out of Melbourne to Auckland. That's right, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. That is love went home. He tried to go home first. Tried to go that's home. when there was the big volcanic ash in From Iceland. Iceland, fucking Icelanders, is ruining the time for everybody. So he went the next day, and I can't remember when did you go. You well, I went to Port Headland because I had a. I think it was Port Headland. Portland. I forget what it was called. My friend Hamish is uh, the town that he was living in. I went to go visit him briefly. And I was look- uh, my mission was to try to sell the car. That was my big mission. And then, oh, oh man, I just remember this. When we went out to McDonald's. Oh my God. How did we forget? <laughs> oh, Nat. Oh man. That's on your Facebook too. That is on my Facebook. That we, is. We, oh. there, was a, there was a challenge. McDonald's family box meal challenge um, and there was one particular Canadian who was brave enough to face it <laughs> just at the wrong time when a group of lovely ladies it just yeah. 
And I and the, the only the, honestly, I was I was so dead set I was going to do it, and then this girls walked in. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to have some. The only thing, and I was already committed because I already ordered it, and you were like, <laughs> I'm like, not going to order it now. I'm like, fuck sakes. I'm just going to have some nooks and talk to these lovely ladies. <laughs> oh, I can remember. The joke was the nooks because they started cheering you, and they stayed for the whole thing, and they watched you do it, and they were like, "You're like a celebrity." What was it? Two Big Macs. Two hamburgers, four fries, six chicken nuggets, and four drinks. I didn't finish all the drinks though. That was the only thing I couldn't do. I, I think I did one. I, think that's fair. I did a medium coke, but like that's just too much pop. Like and I don't even drink pop really, so I had one just to help wash it all down because I didn't have water. But I finished all the fries, and I finished all the burgers, and I finished the nuggets too. And it was the, it was the <laughs> McDonald's family dinner box. You were the. <laughs> I was the family. You were the real Adam Richmond. <laughs> you were the first. <laughs> I felt so terrible. Like one of the times in my life where I was a little bit, I was, I was, a, I was much more fit than I am now. Obviously, we all were, but like I wasn't, I was not too bad looking, and I just ate all this food. <laughs> and my goodness gracious, like I couldn't believe it. And then as we finished that McDonald's, then. We, we were walking around. I think we wanted to go drink some beers, but I was so full. And we walked by the subway, and that's what those ladies were. And I was like, "Room for one more?" <laughs> the joke was like, "You know what's that? What's that subway platter? You know, the six-inch subs all the time. You could like get like two hundred sandwiches. Like, bring that on too. I'll eat the whole thing. Oh, what, what what food does this country have? I'll eat. I'll eat everything." Brilliant. Yeah. No. 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 And so yeah, I went to I I went out to go visit my friend uh, Hamish, and then I came back and. Saw you guys off, and Ladislav went to the airport, and then Ladislav came back from the airport because he couldn't leave. And you boys were going to New Zealand, and you guys had your time. Mm. So, yeah, we booked a ticket, and we flew over to Auckland. And you guys got an RV and traveled to North and yeah, South Island, Yeah, we rented eh? an RV for four weeks. Uh, a couple of weeks in the north, got the ferry over, went around the south. Saw that. Got oh. the ferry back up to the north. Uh, Back to Auckland, dropped it off. Where did you fly home? That no, I flew back to Brisbane. Back to Brisbane, yeah, because my flight was from Brisbane um, back home. But I had tickets to see um, Biffy Clyro in a yes. one hundred capacity right. venue. Yeah, right. and I flew from Auckland. I went direct to Beijing. And what was your tour? The rest of your tour there, Andy? Oh, oh I went from just a good a good summary, like hitting the. You know the the highlights. Oh, I went to Beijing. Uh, I went to China three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tibet. Yep. And over to Hong Kong, and then to Vietnam. A few months in Vietnam. You went to base camp in Mount Everest. Yeah, I went to base camp Mount Everest. Yeah. That was. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Did you? Yeah. I had no idea they yeah, did. I went to base camp. Jesus yeah. Christ! Phenomenal. You walk three or four steps, and you are. Yeah. Is that you breathe? breathe. Yeah. Uh, Tibet. You. I went from the Tibet side. Uh, okay. Uh, but you just walk a couple of steps and so lack of oxygen up there you're just breathing so heavy you know you're trying to, get to get up there oh it was a couple of days yeah it was two two three days yeah <laughs> to, the, was, to the base camp, camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird you turn up at the base camp and they've got these tents set up you walk in these tents and they're like a mini motel they've got fridges freezers kitchen mm-hmm. you know all the amenities you need unbelievable big fire in the middle uh, but at night time we were waking up with a humongous headache with the lack of the oxygen yeah, 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 the lower oxygen. So they give you yeah, some. They can have some tablets and pills to uh, help, and it certainly works. So yeah, so I went there. 
Just a bit more China, went to Hong Kong, then Vietnam, into Cambodia. And then how did you travel around Southeast Asia? This is my favorite. Oh, motorbike. What kind of bike? A Russian Minx. That's what it was called. So the Russians were in Vietnam at one point. They left a lot of stuff there. I don't know the, if the Americans knew that or not. No. America just bomb everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, a lot of Southeast Asia and ended up in Thailand and home from there, really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was it. No, brilliant. And so here we are now. And here we are now. This is my fourth time to Europe seeing you guys. Every time I've been able to come over... You guys came to visit me in Canada at one point when I was living in Jasper and working there. Um, and now we're eight and a half years and we just had this revelation last night while drinking all the beer in England. Um, we're going to have to do something for your 10 year anniversary. In 2020, the spring, the late winter, early spring of 2020. But what? But what? We're thinking of some kind of road trip. Who knows where and what we'll do. Could it be Africa? Could it be Southeast Asia? Could it be Canada? Could it be some part of the United States or maybe, multiple parts? Maybe of we them? shouldn't take a geographical trip, trip and we should take an emotional trip. An emotional to trip. To McDonald's. <laughs> Each one of us takes the, the family. 10 anniversary of the, of we, the family. We all pick something from Australia that really challenged our soul and our mind and our body and we have to tackle that thing. Well, you can go back in a car with Ben then. <laughs> yeah, oh God. I think that was your thing was Ben. I think Ben drove you up the wall more than me. Uh, yeah. There's a few times where I think you guys want to go scuba diving. You're going to hold his head underwater and clog the, the, the snorkel. <laughs> that would have been pretty fun. I wouldn't have had a, a, a you know, a contestant. Uh, I wouldn't have contested that one bit. Anyway, boys, um, we already have the one part recorded after that pause, and we're over the hour mark here right now, so we're coming up to probably about an hour and 29 minutes or so, so that was a good time reminiscing. Um, there was just so much to cover, and like I felt bad. Like Nat, we didn't really get you in until at least the second half of the, no, not at all. the podcast, so we, we laughs were there and you know and this is the thing too is we're really stretching back eight and a half years to try to remember all the funny little details here and there about everything but i think we did all right justice there and you know what here's to another eight and a half years and you know many 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 more years knowing each other and getting on crazy adventures and having many many more laughs and pints as well andy you quit having kids (laughs) two no more no more retired done done putting the putting the gun in the holster Anyway, so from Andrew Tires, Nat Webb, and myself, Aaron Chalup, the Chalupacabra, this is the Awkward Throat Clear. Thank you guys very much for tuning in, and keep on listening. Don't forget, listen, like, subscribe, and of course, share.